Hey, this is Vernon Jacobs, Senior Pastor of the Embassy Church. I want to thank you for engaging with us through this podcast. May it build your faith and strengthen your walk and cause you to reach the rooftop in Christian living. Don't forget to aim high and never give up. Let's go now straight into this word. We are going to continue with our fire series. I started teaching some two or three weeks, if not four weeks. I I spoke on fired up, fired up. It was my intention to speak only once on it. And then the Holy Spirit led me to commence and, and to start a series. If you were not here for those three weeks, we spoke about the Holy Spirit, God's Holy Spirit. The Bible talks about and refers sometimes to it as the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. If you use the word ghost, some of you think about if you're from Chatsworth Highway, Sheila in the main. And you think about the ghost or a spirit of a dead person coming alive. That's a, that's a ghost concerning natural people. But when you speak about a Holy Ghost, you speak about the spirit of God being deposited on the earth. And so uh, metaphorically, it's always cast in the Bible. Uh, it says it's like a fire, like a fire. So whenever you read the word fire in the Bible, you find that it's in reference to the Holy Spirit. I started teaching by saying just as physically uh, you are head and feet and you have a central core, uh, your core being your abs. The young people know about this when they strengthen it and get a six pack. And if you have a strong ab, if you have a strong central core, it gives movement and mobility to the rest of your body. Uh, it, it's, it's helpful to have a strong core. Uh, But just as your physical core is to your physical body, so too is your spiritual core. If you have a good, now we are body, soul, body, soul and spirit. If you have a strong spiritual core, you can have a weak physical man and that strong spiritual core can carry you through. For example, if you're going through some situations emotionally, but if you are strong spiritually, Spiritually, you can that spiritual man can be the, 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 the sustainability system to your weakened emotions. If you're going through something financially, uh, but you have a strong spiritual man, that spiritual man is able to carry you through and you can walk on the water as we, we sung. And so, how do you get a strong spiritual man? Well, you got to connect with the Spirit of God. Because the Bible says iron sharpens iron. When you want to take a knife and sharpen the knife, you rub it on, on, on metal. Iron sharpens iron. And so Spirit cries to Spirit. Spirit doesn't cry to a natural thing. Spirit cries to Spirit. Uh, you've got to draw closer to God. And by that we mean you've got to have an intimate relationship with God. Intimacy. Will you say the word intimacy? Uh, Intimacy means into me you see. Into me you see. That's intimacy. So when you are intimate with God, God sees into you and you see into God. And how do you do that? You come into God's presence. We spoke about his presence. What brings you into God's presence? Number one, worship. We saw last week, we spoke about Mary. She was saving an expensive perfume. Uh, 
But when Jesus came in, because she, uh, Jesus ro- got a brother up from the dead, Lazarus rose from the dead, she was so, so excited, nothing could replace the resurrection moment. And so she broke what she was considering important to her. She broke her alabaster box in the presence of Jesus. Presence produces intimacy. Now, how do you get into the presence of God? You, you pray. You worship, you fast, and you do all these things, uh, um, and, and it brings you into God's presence. And you go, you increase in fire with God. Now, I was saying earlier that when you become a Christian, that means you believe in Jesus, you make a decision to follow him, you come into the faith. And many Christians are in the faith, but, but, but John the Baptist baptized in water, Christ will baptize in fire. That's what it says. The scripture says that John baptized you in water, but Christ will baptize you in fire. So when you come to know Jesus, you went through water baptism. Many people stop at the water, but never move into the fire. Now that's living a nominal Christian life where, okay, I'm saved and I'm waiting for to, to die and go to heaven where I can live eternally. Christ came, came to give two lives. He came to give you eternal life and he also came to give you abundant life. I think we're missing the abundant life, the powerful life, the life on earth. So you got saved by water, but you are not desiring to go by fire. Somebody say desire. I think desire is very important. Desire. Say desire. I'll talk about that just now, but hold that thought. Now, what you need to do in, to progress in your spiritual walk or to move from water to fire. Uh, and, and some Christians move backwards. They move from fire to ice. That's why you get fire and ice. Okay, my, my teaching is to take you forward, ice to fire, or from water to fire, all right? The way you do that, the way you do that is through spiritual education. And we, we, now I'm educating you, I'm improving your belief system. Your belief affects your burn. Let me say that again. Your belief ex- affects your burn. Your belief affects your burn. So you need to pay attention to your spiritual education or your spiritual growth. Uh, is it not as in the scripture it says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. And COVID has done well by restraining you from getting more knowledge. Well, some of you have been feeding yourselves, but some of you have also went backwards and uh, um, asking for us to, to become well nourished in the word of God. And so you must acquire the skill to learn. You must be committed to live a life that feeds that fire. Feeds the fire. And you know that any fire, it's in the nature of fire to burn out. So to keep the fire going, you have to intentionally feed the fire. Say that with me. I have to feed my fire. Say it again. Now, intimacy is something you create by the habits you create. How do you create intimacy? You create habits. 
What are the habits that you should be developing? Prayer, worship, study of the scripture, and fasting. Chapter 1 verse 20. But you, beloved, building yourself up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit. There's a language that you receive when you start to, to believe and you get the fire of the Holy Spirit. We find that language coming in Acts chapter number 2. Let's go there. On the day of Pentecost. This was the beginning of the church. The Bible says, when the day of Pentecost came, they, that means 120 people, were all together in one place. Because Jesus said, I'm going to the Father and I will send to you the Holy Spirit. He said, go and wait, or gather, and many went, I think maybe two or three hundred, went and waited. But because it took some time to come, they left the room and only 120 people stayed and waited for the Holy Spirit in the initial uh, beginning of the church age. When Jesus was there just before, 10 days or, or the 40 days before his resurrection, many people gathered to follow Jesus. Which leaves me to say that many people follow Jesus for the fish and the bread, but few follow him for the fire. Can you see that only 120 caught the fire, but 5,000 and the other time 3,000, many people Follow Jesus for the fish and the bread, but don't follow him for the fire. But the mandate of the church is to get you filled with the fire of God, not with fish and bread. And uh, pardon me if, you, uh, if I might just say, we must remember that the primary mandate of God is to get God to the people, not to get goods to the people. Uh -huh. Let me say it again. The primary mandate of the church, our mandate, our, our core, core, why we exist, and I believe this very strongly, uh, we do food ampers and we take care of the poor, but that's not the primary mandate. Fish and loaves are not the primary mandate. 120 waited for the fire of the Holy Spirit. God, God, we got to get God to the people. God to the people. You say, why are you putting up another church? That's an altar for our God. It's, it's we're going we're gonna to do that. Get more people, get more, more of God to the people. And give people an opportunity to, to, to develop in fire, not just food and loaves. It's a good time to shout amen. So the Bible says, uh, and from suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven the difference between a sanctuary like this and a cemetery like that is a sound <laughs> the difference between a cemetery and a sanctuary is a sound they must be filled the sanctuary must be filled with worship it must be filled with a sound of praise the sanctuary must be filled with prayer you must give uh, effect to sound. I don't know. It must be, there must be a natural place where the sound must reverberate. We have to have sound out there. You should be saying amen. 
and they saw that what seemed to be what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them that means the holy spirit all of them were filled with the holy spirit and they begin to do what they begin to do what speak when you are filled with the holy spirit you have to speak you can't be quiet in the prayers you got to pray you got to worship you got to praise shout amen all of them does it say some of them it says all of them who waited they that wait upon the lord they that wait upon the lord will renew their strength and so all of them were filled with the holy spirit and they began to speak in other tongues as the spirit enabled them and so if you want the holy spirit which which i'm talking about in this past 4 weeks there must be a thing called desire say desire desire is you you as i'm speaking about it i'm creating for you another word for desire is appetite you got to have an appetite <laughs> and um, appetite sometimes can be created that's what i'm doing when you watch master chef and many of you are now learning how to excuse me plate the food <laughs> you know how to plate it and and you in you, you you know how to garnish it because what appeals to your appetite is the presentation presentation is very important you can have the the, the best tasting meal but presented very terribly nobody wants to eat it So I asked earlier on but let me ask uh, yeah Leila what's your favorite meal what do you feel like eating right now what's on the top most part of your mind prawn all right prawns so she's she she loved prawn what would you like ma'am what's what's your appetite what do you feel like eating roast lamb i thought you'll say pickled fish <laughs> roast lamb only on 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 good friday you guys have that all right what she has is an appetite you have a a desire for food somebody say desire desire can be shifted as well have you ever went to a restaurant and you ordered prawns and then you see the sizzling you you see it sizzling steak and you say i wish i ordered that <laughs> happened to so many of you and so appetite and desire can shift but you must have a desire a desire for godly things for the holy spirit and and if you hear nothing in this message i'm trying to shift you to have a desire for the holy spirit let me explain desire to you and 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 let me say this before desire is a prophetic is a prophetic is prophetic uh for what god will do for you later to fulfill what you are thinking of earlier so when you have an appetite the chef in heaven is preparing to fulfill it so uh, your appetite is prophetic that's why your appetite and leila's appetite will not always be the same you see spiritual appetite or what you going to do with the holy spirit is different from what you intend to do with the holy spirit 
the the appetite of it differs the will speak about it. it's the anointing your anointing will be to evangelize your anointing will be for business your anointing will be for in creative arts and so every one of you when you get the holy spirit you get the holy spirit to function best in your field the anointing is just not for church holy spirit is not just for church holy spirit is to make you best in your gift and that's why you can have an appetite now i had an appetite when i was about 10 years of age i was growing up in the church i always grew up in the church world so you you have these pastors i don't know whether you know but those days the the mic was not stand alone it was stand on a stand and so the pastor will come and he used to take the mic and kick the mic you know so and walk with the mic take that mic and hold the cord in a, in a way so when nobody was looking i go home i took a broomstick and i used to kick that mic and say for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe in shall not perish brave velocity you know that and i used to build up a sweat and uh, nobody's looking and so i used to preach and i look for an audience maybe i see some roosters and some cows and dogs and uh, for god so love the world that he so all the animals around my house they were saved animals <laughs> they were going straight to heaven not passing beginning but going straight to heaven for god so love the world you better repent young man I see you in the back there. Don't walk out of this building because a car will run across run and you'll die on the outside. You better come now to the altar with my broomstick in my hand and a bible in my head. I pray for you. That was the appetite that I had only to realize that God was working prophetically to fulfill the appetite. And so I want to just say to you today that there's an anointing. Anointing is God giving you divine enablement. When you get the spirit, when you get the Holy Spirit, you get divine enablement. If you're an accountant, you must be an anointed accountant. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Let's hear the doctors. If you're a doctor, you must be an anointed doctor. Oh, Tokosi. Let's see all the artisans in there. If you're an artisan, you need to be an anointed artisan. Hallelujah. If you're an architect, you should be an anointed architect. If you if you're a blogger, you should be an anointed blogger. If you're a financial advisor, you should be an anointed financial advisor. <laughs> You missed your one moment there Dylan to say you're a financier can you see what I'm doing I'm giving you free advertorial There you go So whatever it is the bible says that God will give you creativity he'll give you witty inventions and so the holy spirit is practical as well not just to keep you spiritual but to give you creativity in your life you should desire the holy spirit amen now are you too wet to burn is the question i'm asking you 
God will give you the spirit of wisdom. That's where I'm talking about. When you, when you, when you bow in for your work, God will give you the spirit of wisdom. And he'll give you revelation inside of it, in the knowledge of him. Without revelation and faith, you can have no access to the supernatural. So, you need God's fire. You need God's fire. And sometimes you are too wet in your thinking, too wet in your behavior, and there can be no igniting of your fire. I rise to tell you today that if wood is 40 to 60% saturated with water, you can never burn it. You can never burn it. It has to be dry. And, and I was saying earlier, um, Ronnie, last year about this time, he gave us some wood, which he cut from his tree, dried it up properly, kept it undercover, gave it to us, and uh, I think all of you, most of you were trying to cook in the outside fire. We learned to cook in the outside fire. Both of us were cooking in the outside fire, both of us. <laughs> I did a great job lighting the fire, and Nisha cooked on the fire. Uh, there, were, there was one time the fire that would caught a light uh, because it was dry. But the same wood, I, I inadvertently left it outside and the, and the rain wet it. What I should have done was put it under cover. Because if you want to burn firewood, you've got to keep it under cover. It's too wet to burn. Which leads me to say that Christians who are not under cover seldom catch a light. What do you mean by being undercover, pastor? You've got to come under the protection of your church. You've got to come under the corporate anointing of your church and stay under. Listen, during COVID, Nisha will tell you, there were some days I never came outside out of my room. I was praying, praying for what? God, I come against this viral infection. I come against this disease. Then there were some people who in our church contracted the virus. I was Bring in the name on the altar of God. Pray and say, God, don't let them die. Let them live. I pray in the name of Jesus. I was covering all those nursing sisters. Am I right, Judy? I used to send you texts. Say, I'm covering you because these were frontline workers. You know what that is? You are coming under a protective covering. You need covering. You need a church. If you're watching me online and you're not in a, in a church, you need to get under the covering of a pastor. Come under the protective covering of prayer and anointing. It's that fire. Fire keeps snakes away. Fire keeps snakes from laying eggs in your mind. You need fire in your mind. You need fire in your body. Fire keeps the snakes away. The spirit of the python. I spoke about that last week. Uh, uh, how the python will never come if, it's close, if, you, if you are on fire. I, I, I gave an example. You know, one day I was coming on an airplane. I think it was from Johannesburg. And uh, I remember it was in the front of the, of the plane close by. They put a passenger there. The moment he sat next to me, he became agitated. He had a phlegmy cough. At first I thought it was a smoker's cough. But then he was, irrit he was irritable. He called the stewardess. He said, I can't sit here. Please change my seat. And so he went 
maybe about six or seven seats in the back. You know what that is? It was spiritual agitation. My spirit and his spirit were conflicting. I was an irritant to him by the, by the fire because there was too much of fire on me, I believe, that he started to get agitated. There are witches who deal with witchcraft, seances that consult mediums, and those spirits can get agitated if they come into your presence. But the opposite is also true. If they are on fire and you are on ice, your cough, although you don't smoke, your cough will become greater. You will become agitated and it could affect your mind because you are not on fire. Spiritual things, these are spiritual accesses. And that's why you got to you got to keep praying. You got to have the Holy Spirit. You got to you got to be on fire for God. I like what it says here. If you never have structure that's covering you, you may never catch a light. You need structure. Somebody say structure. Structure. Now, let me go more. Exposure. The, the wood that I'm talking about one side burned. When I turned the wood, the fire went off. I thought to myself, that's strange. And then I realized that this wood was resting on wet wood. So the dry part burned. But when it came to the other part, the wet wood didn't want to burn. It was in close proximity with wet wood. And so the rub off from the wet wood came onto the dry wood. Have you ever started your morning very optimistically? And then you came into the presence of some people and those people put your fire off. You know, Nisha will tell you that we were, well, whilst the architect is here, we were with uh, another architect. And that guy, everything that I told him I wanted. He said it cannot be done. I want, I want the whole year. He said, never. The shape of this land. Then I found this guy. He's so passionate. He can do, he can build heaven on earth. <laughs> whether we can do it, but whether he can do it or not, but his, his passion, his, his dry fire is putting me on fire. You got to see. Do we, do we have the, just the sketch of that building? Yeah, you gotta, you got to see this thing. This thing is going to make you want to give me 53 million that he produced. You, if you see it now, if you, you will write the check now. That's how much of passion and fire and energy it is in. You can start your morning optimistically and just rub against some wet wood and they can put your whole fire out. Do I have a witness in the house? I hope that you are not going to be like that in this era. Give me another picture. There you go. I like that one. There you go. Come on, you should clap your hands. Man. Just, just inspire the architect. Just inspire the architect. Just, just yeah. If you, if you, if you like it. It's going to change. That's why he's here. He's, he's, he's getting more. 
But there, there you go. Can you see that? If you've got 53 million, just clap your hands. Wherever you are, just, just clap your hands. By faith, there you go. That's, that's the entrance. I don't know. That gives me, it's a dream for me to, it gives me something to wake up in the morning. I don't know about you, but COVID is killing everything. It's water on me. But you know, I just wake up to, to this, this, this thing. Ah, it fires me up. That cross we'll have to change. It's a, but anything else? Is that it? The classroom. The roof where we're going to have those weddings outdoor. Oh yeah, this is the outdoor wedding. The rooftop. Yeah. What does it look like? It sank, but <laughs> looks like a ship, right? There you go. I am sailing. You got that feeling? Is that it? Wonderful. I pray. There you go. You're going to take us inside? Okay, take us inside. Now, now that's, that's just pre, preliminary drawings. We are going to speak to it today and we're going to change it and, and do all those kind of things. But that's just, that's just the conception introduction from where we are. That's why he's here. I told him, come and get a feel so you know what type of lighting we are going to, what type. He's put glass there, but we're saying we want walls around and, and all of that. But uh, that's... How do you feel? Interesting? Exciting? 
Yeah, imagine you're driving in, going under the ground, then you come up with the lift, and then you're getting married, and then you have a roof wedding, and if it's raining, it's got no problem, it looks like a garden, but you spread the stretch tent over the roof, and you're having a roof party. And the youth have their own center and the young children will have five or six classrooms where we'll have spiritual education for each uh, age group. My God, that's dreaming. That's dreaming. That's dreaming. And then those of you uh, just need to put it on record. You have been so into the building. Your fund is intact. Uh, our accountant is here, am I right, Chris? The money is there. With it's, it's all there. It's all there. So I didn't want to show it to you, but just because he's here, we got into this emotion. I was going to build it and say, now we are going to go there. There's the building. I wasn't going to show you pictures. I wanted, that's my, my desire. We put it up and then we say, okay, the building is here. Now so. <laughs> now, let me... Oh, they already? Oh, that's very smart. That's very smart. Somebody trained you well. Look how they put the account details. My God. Now, let me just talk about the Holy Spirit. Uh, when you have the Holy Spirit, sometimes it will give you holy discontent with anything that is sensual, lustful, anything that is ungodly, it will make you uncomfortable. It's uh, not that uh, you, you, you are being moody, you are just being moved. You're not being moody, you're just being moved. Um, and I want to close with this and say this. When it comes to things of the Spirit, Spiritual things cannot be seen like the ghost. That's why they call it ghost. Spiritual things cannot be seen. Spiritual things sometimes is not heard. But you've got to feel it. You'll feel it. If it's of the spirit, you will feel it. And that's why some preachers say, I sense in my spirit. So there is a sensing. When you are moving with the Holy Spirit, you will sense it. Now, when you are about to do something and you, you don't sense God's peace on it, you don't sense God's uh, approval on it, when you have the Holy Spirit, you will sense it. You will feel it. And so that's why a lot of things goes with if you are in a spiritual atmosphere. Some people don't sense anything. They are not moved because they are not fire. It's not within them or no spirit calling to spirit. But when you are in Holy Ghost mode, you will sense it. Uh, praise and worship come. So I, I use this example in the morning. Sometimes uh, there's a song that may be sung and there's no anointing on it. And you don't feel anything. But on some other times... The song just needs to start. And you know that there is an anointing. So sometimes, and I, I direct the praise team, and I say there's no anointing on that song. Not no anointing on that person, but no anointing on that song. Change the song. So the second service is not like the first service. We have switched the song. Because you've got to sense the presence of God. And when you sense the presence of God, you must respond to it. You worship, you praise, you love on God because it's not the feeling, but it's sensing.
the Spirit of God. So I ask you to, to study some. You come at the right time when I least expect it, never behind. So I would I be surprised when you Listen to me, listen to me. I'm just using that as an illustration, but I'm going to, uh, we go into it. Now, if you sense nothing, you sense no power, no anointing, when you come into a church, you leave the same way, then what you do is you have no access to the supernatural. But when you sense and when you connect and when you decide, because some seasons change when you change. Let me say that again. Some seasons change only when you change. Some things will not stop because you have not stopped it. But some things will stop when you stop it. Some things will only be fixed when you make a decision to fix it. Which leads me to say that some Christians who have little or no appetite for God have no power. Some Christians come just out of religion. Listen to me. Out of religion and formality. I pray that will not be you. That you will not come to church out of religion. To tick the box and say, well, I went. It must be to sense God. It must be to pull up, pull up to an engine garage to top up. To pull up to your BP. This is your BP. This is your shell. This is your Caltex. This is your place where you pull in to recharge.